I'm more convinced than ever from coming back from the Inside Self Storage 2022 convention that to be a great leader in your storage company or even in the industry itself, you've got to become a great storyteller. Let's talk about that today. My name is Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self Storage and I'm the creator of the Quick Start Academy which houses the on-demand self-storage boot camp and that's the premier training that I offer and its purpose this promise is to be able to take you from wherever you are now all the way through to putting your first or your next self-storage facility into service in today's reality with today's numbers. To find out more about it, you can go to creatingwealththroughselfstorage.com, the on-demand self-storage boot camp. But I'm more convinced than ever that it doesn't matter how sophisticated you are or an audience is, nobody will take action. And as a storage business owner, your job is to have people take action, whether they're customers, whether they're employees, whether they're vendors, whether they're partners, investors, your job is to have people take action. And people don't take action unless they see themselves inside a compelling story that you have created. Good leaders know that. Successful leaders know that. And I think that it's really a byproduct of how we evolved. You know, tens, hundreds of thousands of years ago, we were in a very hostile environment. And I can see our ancient ancestors sitting around campfires at night. We clustered in communities and tribes, if you will. And we would sit around campfires and tell and weave stories, myths that explain the world we found ourselves in and inspired us and called us into creating a better future. Now we are the ancestors of those ancient people and we're in essence doing the same thing around conference tables, on cell phones, on Zoom calls. Stories are different. The goals are different, but in essence, we're doing the same thing. We're using the stories we create to create a compelling future, and it's compelling and inspiring enough that will cause people to take action. So what makes a compelling story? Now, I'm not an expert on being a storyteller. I don't think I am. I've just have done it long enough that I think there's a few key ingredients that I think through as I'm creating and weaving stories that I use in my business. And the, and the first is know the purpose of the story or stories you're putting together. Like a couple of weeks ago, we started with begin with the end in mind. So with that, what is the goal or the end game of why you're creating a particular story? As an example, working with investors. So in essence, when I'm working with an investor, I'm basically putting four stories together that will create a compelling future for them. And the first story is the story of self-storage. The second story would be my story in the self-storage story. 
The third is the story of this particular deal I'm presenting. And the fourth and the compelling future is the investor or the audience's potential story inside this investment. So I know the ultimate goal of the stories and I know the goal of each of the particular stories that will take me to the final compelling future. So in the first, for example, the self-storage story, depending on the audience or depending on the knowledge level a particular person has about the self-storage industry will determine what I say and how long I stay there. I know my goal. My goal is, when working with investors, my goal is that self-storage is the absolute safest, best real estate asset class an investor could possibly be in. And then I tell a story on why. I don't say it that way exactly, that this is my goal of talking to you about this, but I create that that's what self-storage is. And as soon as I see that that audience or that investor or group of people gets it, I stop. Now, if somebody knows a lot about self-storage, it might be a 30-second story or conversation. With most investors, it's longer. But once I see that they've got it, that yes, there's so few capital expenses that it's a steel wall and a concrete floor generating apartment type incomes. There's so few variables on the net operating income. Distributable cash is much more predictable than any other asset class we've, they or I've ever been involved. Once I see that they get that, I shut up. I stop. I don't go down rabbit holes. So in essence, when you're creating a story, you're recontextualizing something from the past, either your past, uh, an industry's past. You're, you're recreating something from the past. And what I do is I take out all the parts of that story that have nothing to do with what my purpose is. It's not like I'm making stuff up, but I just don't go down rabbit holes. I want everything in my story to point the attention and of my audience towards what my goal is. And once that goal is obtained, shut up. Go on, move to the next phase of your conversation. Don't bang and beat on a dead horse. And something else that's important, like in the second piece, my story inside the self-storage story. As a storyteller and a business owner, you're gonna end up telling a lot of stories that include you. Now, we've got to be careful here. As human beings, we really want to be loved, liked, and admired. Everybody wants that. And the problem I have and I see other people have is very often we tell our stories with ourselves in them in such a way that our real objective, whether we're present to it or not, is to have the audience love, like, and admire us. That is not the goal of putting yourself in a story.
in my opinion, the goal of having yourself in a story is one of a couple things. It's either to have the audience or this person say, me too, I'm just like this guy, or I want what this guy has. Now, we've got to be careful. We don't want to be way above the audience and we don't want to be way below the audience. We, whenever we put ourselves in a story, our, our objective, or at least I suggest our objective should be to create relatedness, to use our experience to create trust and relatedness, period. You don't, you don't want them to necessarily admire you. You want them to want what you have, or you want them to say, I'm just like that guy. When I'm talking to investors, I'm doing my story and the self-storage story and give them a little bit of my history. Once I see that they get that I know what I'm talking about, that I'm someone that's trustworthy, and I'm not a big shot or attempting to act like a big shot, but I'm someone that they can relate to, I shut up. I stop and then I go to the next story or the next phase of the conversation. When you're in a story, the story's not about you. Ultimately, this, all your stories are designed to have your audience see themselves in the future you're creating. The first part of a good storyteller is to know the purpose of the story you're telling or the stories you're weaving together. The second part is what I would call pain or lack. You want to weave into the stories what the pain points or what's missing in that person or that audience's life that your compelling future is going to address. Be a little careful here. It's like you know, putting yourself in a story, be a little careful. Here you don't want to pound on it, but you want to mention it. So for example, very often when I'm meeting with investors, they don't know that what's missing in their life is that by being in self-storage, they're in probably the safest real estate asset class there is that will generate above market returns. So when I'm creating the story of self-storage, I will talk about the very few capital improvements that are involved in it. And I'll, then I might weave a story within a story such as for example, that in one of our facilities, we had a wind event knock down a $60,000 sign. The month we put that $60,000 sign up, our investors didn't miss a cent in distribution. Why? Well, because of a self-storage. We have such a, we put a small, 14 cent per square foot per year reserve fund in place. And anytime we have unexpected capital events, there's enough money in that reserve fund to handle those. That month, we have a $10,000 deductible on our insurance policy. Keeps our insurance costs low. That month, we just wrote our deductible out of that reserve fund and our investors didn't miss a lick. No other real estate investment can we type asset class, can we put such a small reserve fund in place that doesn't affect hardly at all the monthly distributions. And then what we can offer our investors in self-storage is a very predictable distribution model. Enough, I couldn't do that in apartments. I couldn't do that in retail. 
So I create a story inside a story. Next, that leads me to the next point. I never say a fact, feature, or benefit without following it up with a story. So just like I just talked about, if my fact or my feature is that self-storage has very few capital expenses and what few we do have, a small reserve fund covers it, I would follow up with that story as an example of what I'm talking about. So we know our purpose. We address pain points and what's missing, whether the, the audience knows about it or not. And we never say a fact, feature, or benefit without following it with a story. Finally, we create compelling futures that people want to participate in. So for example, if I'm talking to a lender, basically I go through the four stories. Now each story will have a different purpose, a different goal. So I'll weave each story slightly different. But in the first story, my goal is that I want that lender to know that self-storage is probably the safest thing they're ever going to land on in the commercial real estate world. Now many of them already know that, so I might spend 30 seconds on it. If they've never loaned on self-storage or the, the loan officer I'm talking to has never done a self-storage deal, I'll spend more time on it. I'll talk about it being the lowest foreclosed on asset class there is, and I'll back that up with data and statistics and then tell stories about it. You know, for example, I would tell one time I actually bid on a storage facility that a bank had taken back, and when I looked at it, I realized this thing is functioning great, and I realized that the bank it was just additional collateral because there was a real estate center, a strip center out front, and that's what defaulted, but the storage was the additional collateral. It was functioning great. You know, the second, my story in the self-storage, I want that lender to know that the team, the sponsors that are assembled here know what they're doing and have a track record. Then I'll talk about this particular investment. The goal of that story is we've got a plan, we've got a strategy, we're not hoping, here's our strategy and here are the benchmark numbers that meet your financial institution's minimum benchmark numbers that got to be hit like debt coverage ratio, things like that. And then the final is we want you, if you're going to ever loan on real estate, this is the deal. We're the team. Here's the specific terms we're asking for. Let's play ball together. Let's create a future together. Now, I know there's no comparison to what well, I'm going to talk about in a second between my self-storage or a business deal, but probably the best example of a compelling future story is Martin Luther King's I Had a Dream speech. Every time I hear that speech, I'm moved, I'm inspired by it. I want to participate in that future. I want to help cause that future. Now, my storage deals are not the same thing, but I approach it the same way. I want to create a future that I want, if I'm talking to an audience or a person, I want that person to say, yes, I want to play in that game, the game he's creating. And speaking of that, 
always have a very specific call to action. Very often I see people just leave, leave once somebody's inspired. Very specific call to action. Here's how we collect your money for the investment. Here are the subscription agreements. Nothing inspiring about a subscription agreement, but it's the future that you've just created. That, that subscription agreement is the key to getting into that future. Same thing with a lender. Here's what I'm at. I want a four and a quarter percent interest rate on a 25 year loan, not a 20, 25 year loan. And let's have a five year call. Be very specific. So if you're on a website and you're doing everything in print rather than audio, click the red button below and fill out the form and register for the event. Whatever. Whatever the specific call to action is, be very specific once you've created that inspiring, compelling future and you see that they get themselves playing in your future. Not until then. You become a great storyteller. You create inspiring, compelling futures for people to play in. You'll go very far in this fantastic business of self-storage. Can't wait to hear your all stories. My name's Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage, and I look forward to being with you next week.